Welcome to the Ion Ryan Show, a satellite orbiting the worlds of tech, toys, pro wrestling, and pop culture. Here is your host, Ion Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special edition of the Ion Ryan Show. In about 24 hours, right now it is 9:15 on Wednesday, December 13th, 2017. In about 24 hours, a little bit more, I will be walking out of The Last Jedi. I have tickets tomorrow with a couple of my friends to go see it at 7 p.m. I've seen every Star Wars movie on opening night at 7 p.m. or midnight for since they've been coming out uh, since the special editions. Uh, I'm I'm 31 now, so I I wasn't around when when Empire and Jedi and New Hope and all that came out, but. Every Star Wars movie I could see at 7 p.m., midnight, whatever. The first available showtime, I was there. And I am nervous. This is the first time I'm ever truly nervous going into a Star Wars movie. Uh, See, when I was a kid, when I first saw Star Wars, I remember, uh, I think it was actually a byproduct. Uh, There's two people that I have to give credit to for this. One is my sister, uh, who's five years older than me. Uh, when, if you have a sister that's five years older than you, you can kind of imagine when she's 15 years old, or I guess really in this case, when she's about 12, 13 years old, I'm seven, eight years old, she doesn't want me hanging around with her friends. And I remember her friends were out in the pool, the family pool, out back of our house, and I said, oh my goodness, I want to go out there, I want to go out there, I want to go out there. My mom's like, no. Instead, you and I, it was August, I remember it was August, so I was six, seven, eight years old. And uh, my mom said, we're going to watch a movie. (laughs) I said, all right. You know, at that point, Roger Rabbit was my favorite movie. Um, This is probably just before I saw Jurassic Park, which was one of my favorite movies. But yeah, my mom said, we are going to watch a movie together. And I said, that sounds good. And she put in the uh, VHS tape of Star Wars. And... Uh, naturally, I was blown away. Uh, one of the things that's so endearing about Star Wars is that it isn't strictly sci-fi. It's also very heavily fantasy, and uh, it's borderline religious. That's something, if you go to film school, you'll study in depth, or you'll have the opportunity to do so. Uh, it just it felt like a real world. It felt like a place I want it to be, you know? Um Something like Jurassic Park. I don't want to go to Jurassic Park. I mean, I want to go to Jurassic Park, but I don't want to be in the Jurassic Park movie. Star Wars was one of the first movies I ever saw that I was like, I wish I was there. I wish I was a part of that. I wish that that was my world. And I remember I remember it getting over. I say, oh, my goodness, that was so good. They should make more of those. <laughs> and my mom on that lovely August afternoon said they did. They made two more of those. And I can't remember if it was that day, that night, the following day, but we watched the next two. Uh, at the time, Return of the Jedi was my favorite. I liked the Ewoks. I know that's not always the most popular thing. Um, but speaking of the family pool, uh, I just remember Luke Skywalker standing on what looked like the edge of a diving board um, in Return of the Jedi, and he's about to get pushed into the Sarlacc pit. And... <laughs> You know, he kind of does the jump around, and R2-D2 throws him the lightsaber. And I just remember so many times standing at the edge of the family pool and having my mom say, Mom, throw me whatever it was, you know, the goggles or whatever. That's my lightsaber. Throw me that stick. That's my lightsaber. And I jump around, and uh, there was something so cool 
when I was a kid to see this this boy in A New Hope who is clueless quickly transform into a master, a master fighter, a master thinker, a master strategist, a leader. Uh, that is one of the most beautiful story arcs I can possibly, uh, you know, I can ever remember. And it's why Star Wars is an iconic classic film. So, um, yeah, I, so naturally, I was, when I saw Star Wars, I was excited for Empire Strikes Back because I needed to know what happened. And then I was excited for Return of the Jedi because I needed to know what happened. And then, uh, and remember, at this point, I would, I would be 13 or 14 when... Um, uh, Phantom Menace comes out. I was excited for that because what happens before Star Wars? And despite the fact that it was a little bit mediocre, it was like, oh, well, in the next one, Anakin Skywalker's older. So I was excited for Attack of the Clones. Uh, and then I was excited for Revenge of the Sith because, uh, you know, we finally get to see Anakin become a bad guy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then... Of course, I remember seeing the announcement that Disney had bought Lucas for $4 billion, which is, by the way, the bargain of a century. Uh, they've made well over $4 billion off of The Force Awakens and Rogue One, and they're going to keep making these movies for a long time. So, good deal for Disney. Uh, pretty decent deal for Lucas. He wasn't doing anything with it, right? Um, so, when the trailer came out for Force Awakens, of course I was excited. I was so excited to go back to that universe, that place that I fell in love with. Especially after being a little bit let down by the prequels, you know. I think there's about two and a half good, or excuse me, about half of a good movie in the three prequels. Um, you know, if you, you could maybe cut it down into an abridged version and I would enjoy it a little bit more, but whatever. I was so excited for The Force Awakens to go back to that universe. It felt like it was in more capable hands. I'm a big J.J. Abrams fan. Uh, I loved Lost, although his involvement in that is a little bit overstated. Um, I, I liked Super 8 a lot. I, I kind of felt like the J.J. Abrams was going to become the next uh, Spielberg, and maybe he will. Um, but I was excited for The Force Awakens. I was excited to go back to that universe, and I, and I liked The Force Awakens a lot. Um, as a matter of fact, well, I'm not going to ruffle any feathers, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm not going to rank it, but I have a confession to make. I'm not excited for The Last Jedi. This is the first Star Wars movie in my life that I'm going into with more worries than I am excitement. Now, now I'm not going to harsh your mellow. I'm not going to ruin your, your excitement. Because, come on, deep down inside, of course I'm excited. I'm just nervous. I'm extraordinarily nervous. Uh, Mark Hamill, <laughs> that's it, Luke Skywalker, same thing, has not been an on-screen actor in a long time. Uh, Daisy Ridley is still a young actress. Um, yeah, I, I'm worried. I'm very worried. And uh, what I'm going to go over real quick, because uh, I've already done enough chatting, is some things I would like to see and some things I would not like to see. Um, so we're going to start, uh, we're actually going to split something I want to see, something I don't want to see. And that is, oh, and by the way, guys, no spoilers here, okay? I'm, I'm obviously, I, I know nothing. Um, I'm actually going to try and avoid even mentioning anything that was shown in the trailer. I know some folks are sticklers for that. So I am basing this all off of not what I've seen in the preview, necessarily, but uh, what I saw in The Force Awakens. So, 
the first thing I want to see and the first thing I don't want to see. It's kind of one and the same, and that is Ray's parents. We do not know Ray's last name. All we know is that she's an extraordinarily powerful Force user. And we know at the end of The Force Awakens, she goes to Luke Skywalker. Probably, well, one with the intent to return his lightsaber, but with the intent to maybe get trained in the art of being a Jedi. Now, how does somebody that powerful come into this world? So, of course, from the moment that we saw the trailer for The Force Awakens and we heard about a girl named Rey, uh, everybody said, well, she's probably Han and Leia's daughter. Mm, well, the story in Force Awakens didn't really indicate that. I'm willing to say that that is not a thing. If it was, it makes The Force Awakens an exponentially worse film. Uh, then we said maybe it's Luke Skywalker's daughter. Again, I don't know about that. Because then you're going to have to flesh out years of Luke Skywalker's life. And um, then there's some other theories. Uh, I'm going to throw them out there. As again, again, I said this, is, you know, this isn't really a spoiler um, is she related to Obi-Wan? Is she related to Palpatine? Is she related to um, Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon was a little bit of a rebel. He could have had a secret family. Uh, so as you see here, you, you probably heard it in my voice. I was a little bit excited about the prospect of Qui-Gon. You know, tying this back to those prequels that I feel very disconnected from in the Star Wars saga. It's supposed to be nine movies. As far as I'm concerned, Star Wars right now is four movies. Um, so, yeah, Ray's parents is something that needs to be handled properly. In my eyes, she cannot be a Skywalker. She cannot be related to the Skywalkers. That's just... That makes this gigantic universe just way too small. Um, really, think about... Put Star Wars into context for yourself for one moment. On planet Earth, we have, what, approximately 7 billion people? That's all well and good, right? In the Star Wars universe, if there's any planet that's as populated as Earth, which I'm sure there are plenty, you're talking about a universe with billions and bi really probably trillions of people. And... um you know, a lot of stories are built on happenstance and coincidence, but if the people that started the empire ended the empire and are now battling and running the first order are all Skywalkers in a universe of at least probably a hundred billion, but like I said, maybe a trillion people. That would drive me nuts. So, Ray's parents, I do not want her to be a Skywalker. I could live with the fact if she was a Kenobi, but even that would really undermine the respect I have for Obi-Wan. I'd be okay with the idea of her being uh, Qui-Gon's granddaughter, great-granddaughter, however the timeline works out there. A relation to Palpatine, I'm not sure. I do not want her to be related to Snoke. I don't know. I guess I kind of just hope that. He, well, here's 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 an idea. Ryan Johnson is the director of this film, and they've announced that he's going to make three other Star Wars movies. Now, what would be interesting 
and this is tough because you're going to be dealing with a lot of like retcon. Um, basically, what if we inter- introduce a new family? What if Ray's last name is something totally new? What if it's Ray Ray Goldstein, right? And we meet the Goldstein family in Ryan Johnson's other Star Wars trilogy, and we find out that they are just as important. Um, I wouldn't hate if Ray tied back to maybe Rebels, uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't want to theorize too much. I don't want to set expectations. I just do not want her to be a Skywalker. I don't want her to be a Solo. I really don't want her to be a Kenobi. I, I would kind of like for it to be a brand new family. So I'm so sorry. Moving on. Uh, the next thing I'm dying to see, and this has, this goes hand in hand with family, and it's where Force Awakens succeeded wildly at times and failed miserably at others. The relationships, okay? Finn and Poe together in the early portion of the movie. Realize this is before we met Rey. This is before the big reveal about who Kylo Ren was. It's before the return of Han and Chewie. Finn was the star of The Force Awakens. And for him to become really good friends with that handsome, funny Poe Dameron, you know, the Resistance best pilot, their interaction, it warmed my heart. The same way that the the friendship that Luke and Han eventually forged was amazing. The 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 friendship that Han had with Chewie was amazing. Han and Lando, complicated, but nonetheless, I liked it. So that's the one big thing I want out of The Last Jedi is strong relationships. Because in The Force Awakens, this is the opposite of the Finn and Poe dynamic. When they get back and Han Solo is dead... And Chewbacca walks by Princess Leia, ignoring her. That drove me nuts. So uh, I would I would really like to see in this movie the emotional reunion between Luke and Leia. I would like to see the friendship grow between Poe and Finn. Um, I'm interested to see the dynamic between Rey and Chewbacca. Um, and what's going to be one of the more interesting dynamics in the film is the triumvirates of C-3PO, R2-D2, and BB-8. Now, it could be over-the-top comedy, and it could be a, a weak point in Star Wars, um, but those droids are the backbone of Star Wars in a lot of ways. They've been in all the movies, they've been in all the shows, and um, R2-D2 with BB-8, yeah. It should be a good friendship. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, so next up on the um, on the don't want. This actually kind of ties back to Ray's parents a little bit. Uh, but it also has to do with Snoke. Snoke was a visually riveting character in The Force Awakens. Um, since we've seen him... It's some of the best CGI we've seen in a really long time. Spoiler alert, in the trailer, we see Snoke's face a little bit. Okay, I apologize for that. Semi-spoiler. Snoke looks outstanding. Now, we might learn a little bit about his origin. And this ties back to Rey. And it ties back to what I said in the very beginning. For as much as Star Wars is sci-fi... It's really fantasy, too. It's got a lot in common with Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, just as much as it's got in common with, I don't know, 
Blade Runner and Space Odyssey, right? So, uh, the one thing I do not want to see them do is go back into clones. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Uh, and I'll tell you where my paranoia about clones comes from is in the Star Wars expanded universe novels, both the ones for young adults, the ones for adult adults, uh, whatever. Palpatine had clones and clones and clones and failed clones and mutated clones and this and that. And that just brings up too many question marks for me. And it really scatters the story in a direction I don't want to go. What was the planet? Uh, I mean, I guess they have a planet established for cloning. Um, but I just I have my concerns. Who was the scientist? Who was, you know, um, when when were they destroyed? When were they preserved? Who was in charge of them? I really hope that Snoke and Ray are not clones of anyone. Um, I do not want to go that far into sci-fi. So, spirit of full transparency. We're supposed to be talking next about one of my wants. And I have a lot more don't wants than I have two wants. Uh, I guess what I do want is a satisfying ending. Uh, Ryan Johnson and I have had a little bit of a tumultuous past that I felt like I saw missed opportunities over and over and over again as it relates to his films, or I just left feeling unsatisfied. That may be a very unpopular opinion, uh, but in the bubble of Star Wars, I understand that they may emulate Empire Strikes Back, and they may leave us in a place of minor despair. Uh, but I do not... I'm sorry, I'm actually just telling you things I don't want to see. Um, I just don't want to be let down by the way this movie ends. I want it to end and say, okay, I'm very excited, you know, in two years or two and a half years when the ninth one comes out, but I feel satisfied. I felt that way at the end of Force Awakens. Very much so. Very much so. I mean, that final scene in Force Awakens... I'm not going to say it was unnecessary. It wasn't. That was amazing, seeing Rey find Luke. Um, but there was another ending there that didn't involve Luke Skywalker and didn't involve that visual that I would have been satisfied with. So uh, what I really want out of The Last Jedi is a decent ending. And uh, the last thing, I promise, it's the last thing on my don't want list. <sighs> And you can actually turn it off here if you've literally not seen a single trailer and you don't want to know a thing. If you haven't seen a single poster, if you haven't talked to any Star Wars fans, turn it off here. Go see The Last Jedi. Enjoy it. I hope you love it. I hope I love it. This is not a spoiler, but it's been suggested, especially in the full-length trailer. Now... Because we just got rid of everybody that doesn't want to have anything spoiled at all. And again, I'm negative Nancy here and I so apologize. I hate it. The full length trailer for this movie. I'll tell you why I hated it. Two reasons. One, it felt intentionally misleading. It felt like it was painting a picture. Uh, it felt like it was implying that people were going to turn bad. Now, maybe, maybe that is what's going to happen. In which case, way to spoil the freaking movie trailer. 
You know, that's the problem. I watched the Jurassic World 2 trailer. It's not a movie I'm particularly excited for. I didn't like Jurassic Jurassic World 1. Not at all. But Jurassic World 2, it's like, oh, looks like a volcano is going to go off. Sounds good. Uh, I actually haven't seen the Avengers trailer yet because I'm waiting to see it on the big screen before Star Wars. But I'm sure they're going to tell you what the story kind of is. Uh, about friends getting back together, unifying to fight Thanos. Why I see Thanos, we understand that he's an imminent threat. He's a very dangerous man, or whatever Thanos is. Um, the Star Wars trailer felt either super spoily or intentionally misleading. And a lot of the posters seem to be painting a picture that Rey or Luke could be going to the dark side. Now... I'm not prepared for that. I do not want that. If Luke turns to the bad side, to the dark side, sorry. Got to use the nomenclature here, right? If Luke goes to the dark side, it undermines and ruins the first three Star Wars in a way. For me, it does. I think back that maybe part of the reason why I hated the prequels is because I, I didn't want to like Anakin. He was going to become a horrible person. I maybe didn't want to like Obi-Wan because he was a liar. I, you know, he didn't tell Luke the truth about, about Vader. Um, if they ruin the legacy of the people from the original trilogy, in particular Luke Skywalker, by turning him evil, it's going to break my heart. And if Ray goes bad and Kylo Ren turns good or they're both bad or I don't know. I found it much more compelling in The Force Awakens that Kylo Ren was fighting off the urge to turn to the light. And uh not that not that the prequels are this beacon of stability, but it didn't feel like that the Jedi in the prequels, we're constantly fighting off the urge to turn evil. Um, so I don't want that to be a side effect of being a Jedi or a Sith, that you're constantly battling the other side. I, I need black and white. I'm sorry. The redemption story of Darth Vader was great, but I don't need to see it mirrored in this new trilogy with Luke Skywalker turning bad and turning good and this and that. I want Snoke to be the bad guys. To be the bad guy. I want Kylo Ren to be the bad guy. If he wants to come back to the good side, that that's good by me. But I want Rey and Luke to embody all that is good in this world. You know, we need a hero. I, I need no depth and nuance when it comes to my hero. Uh, as I said before about Superman, I, if, I want the Jedi to be Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. You know, Scouts Honor. So, I don't want to see any of the characters turn. Uh, and finally, actually, <laughs> I'm one walking contradiction. As you can tell, I'm very conflicted about this movie and I apologize. I want to learn about the first order. I want to learn about their intentions. We live in a very polarized society right now. My world feels very polarized. And the idea is that there's good and there's bad and there's, but <sighs> There is a level of nuance when it comes to understanding the bad guys and understanding their intentions, no matter how misguided they may be. Um, 
So why does the First Order exist? Are there sympathizers? What attracts Kylo Ren to Snoke, to the First Order? Is it just a thirst for power? Or is it something deeper? Is there a mission there that I could maybe loosely sympathize with or understand? That I could look at it and say, I understand, but the way you're going about it is the wrong way. Uh, I guess the purpose of the Star Wars prequels was to paint the picture that Darth Vader was an angry, broken man. And the reason that he stood by the power-hungry Palpatine is because he was broken and he had nobody else. He was alone. Um, and, the, and, you know, the initial reason why he turned was because he was scared. Why would Kylo Ren turn? On Princess Leia and Han Solo, his mother and father. What could be so enticing on the other side? I, I would like to learn that. And like I said, I, Snoke is a very interesting character. We don't know anything about him. And, and, and you know, guys, <laughs> you know the man behind Snoke is Andy Serkis. Who, in my opinion, should be a multi-time Oscar winner. I don't care if he's motion capture. His portrayal of Gollum was one of the most important parts of Lord of the Rings. And his portrayal of Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies is... It will get him... A, if he has not received a Lifetime Achievement Award in his life, he will. Because as Caesar, he's outstanding. And I believe as Snoke, he's going to steal the show. There's no doubt in my mind. He's he, he's capable of stealing the show. So I want to understand who Snoke is. How he got here. Why he wanted Kylo Ren. <sighs> and that's it, guys. Uh, sorry, I was all over the place. I had notes written down. And then I decided to ignore them. I really just wanted to get this up, get this out. Didn't want to make it too long. Again, too late. But I am looking forward to this movie. And I hope I leave there tomorrow night in, like I said, about 24 hours. It's now 9.41. Um, and I say, oh my God, that was the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I've seen nothing on Rotten Tomatoes. I've, I haven't dug any deeper than watching the teaser and the full trailer. So, we're in this together. I hope you all enjoy it. May the Force be with you. I'll be back next week. We're going to talk a little bit about the Jurassic World trailer. Uh, we're going to start hyping up uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. We're going to maybe take a look back at Clash of Champions. Uh, we might delve into the meaning of Ion or uh, why I haven't really had a chance to do videos in a while. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the movie. May the force be with you.